0: The fashion geeks are hosted and powered by Blueberry.
1: That's Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.
0: Thinking of launching a podcast? Want your episodes to be deployed smoothly? Go to blueberry.com, type in the word fashion, and get a deal on us.
1: Just put in the word fashion.
0: Blueberry. Always host fly. Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're the the Fashion fashion geeks. Geeks. Trying to make New York.
1: And the world. Well,
0: New York is the world.
1: A little flyer, one outfit
0: and podcast. At a time. Yes, it's (laughs) a sunny, what was so funny, it's a sunny, sunny, summery day, even though uh, fall's like a week away. Here we are on the planet of Brooklyn, this is Reg, fashion geek number one, across the wire, my ride or die, I hear she's in the mix.
1: Fashion geek number two, Tiffany Minitel Schreiber here at your service.
0: Oh uh, yeah.
1: I was laughing because you you you've been the lately you've always been starting with Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Because <laughs> this you is are... one of the few moments in which I just feel exuberant. Yeah. Feel it's... Stuff to talk about and in light of what's going on, I don't have a lot of those moments.
1: Aw, and I'm part of it. I feel so loved.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I love
1: no, you no, too, no, 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 that's fine. I too. know what that's what you mean I know oh It's okay, boy. you can say it
0: Oh boy <laughs> And also I fear our, our listeners, they also want to be Pumped up and engaged So what better yeah. way to start Yeah Boom
1: Everybody needs a silver lining, a bright shiny uh, Any other
0: cold Things cold. I can think of <laughs> saying <laughs> Bright, shiny lining.
1: Yeah, something. (laughs) Something to to make your day every day. (laughs) So listen to us and get a giggle or two.
0: Absolutely, and learn something, too.
1: And who are we? Who are we, Reg? What are we doing here?
0: We're the Fashion Geeks. We have a podcast. Yep. Comes out on Mondays. Sometimes it's Tiff. Sometimes it's me and Tiff. Sometimes it's me and a guest. One day it'll be me, Tiff, and a guest. We have options.
1: We like options.
0: Working working on it, have have some people in the pipeline.
1: Good. You know who
0: you are. Joseph Genuarty, take that, take that. Come on, Joseph. Get in the game. Stop sitting on the bench. Driving me crazy.
1: <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all there. <laughs> no, nah,
0: I'm just saying. He, he knows. He knows. I'm going to shout him out on the Insta when we launch this. He's giving me a hard way to go. I'm like, come on, man. It's fashion. It's fun,
1: right? It can be. And, you know, it,
0: ha- it has been.
1: Uh, in the past, it absolutely has been. We've been hitting some uh, bumpy roads lately.
0: Well, I mean, the world is bumpy. So bumpier than usual. That's true. And we would be ignorant if we did not acknowledge that.
1: Correct. Very correct. I mean, even in fashion, you have your flaws.
0: Uh, yes. Well, you would, you would know better that you would know from a different perspective than I, right. But yes. I, uh, I definitely agree with you.
1: That was quotable, right? You could quote that you could like, somebody could quote that. I think that was pretty, um, thoughtful, thought
0: provoking, but no for some sound bites.
1: <laughs> so Reg, it's been a day or two or maybe a couple of weeks. I think since we last connected,
0: act- um,
1: not, uh, not that, you know, things are crazy busy, but I got to tell you, the other day I was like, how the hell did I accomplish everything I did before in a day before COVID? Because I can't even seem to uh, get get a shower and get dressed every day, much less, you know, do my errands and do my clean and do everything in my, what little bit of work I have. I can't seem to accomplish what I used to in a day. It's like ridiculous. It's quite It's it's quite a reckoning, I have to tell you.
0: Well the showering is concerning, but
1: (laughs) I'm sure I am not the only one.
0: Well, in in this space right now you are, but I do agree with you. no, I I I shower every morning. (laughs) At least.
1: I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But you also you get up, you get out, you do things. You got your things. You got your, you know, you're a man about town. You've got, uh, <laughs> uh, you're still working a little bit and you got your
0: business,
1: bit. you know, you're sort of, you're in it.
0: You're you in mean, it to I'm,
1: win it still.
0: I'm definitely in it to win it, but I'm all, but I acknowledge I'm in it just to an extent, no different than anyone else. I agree with you. I don't think I get as much accomplished as I normally would have. I think that was a great stretch of time. In which I felt my brain was a little spongy, what I actually yeah. call COVID brain. But I yes. actually feel like I got over that hump a few weeks ago, and we'll see how long that goes. It doesn't mean that I won't go back to that phase. So, but again, I, I do understand what you're saying about the um, the amount of things to to tick off your agenda list. I understand that. Some, you know, sometimes are some days are better than others in terms of that. There's no question about that.
1: Right. I'm a list maker, so every day, you know, to accomplish anything, I I make a list. It's very handy, and for anyone who struggles with procrastination, it's the number one tool. Make a list, Um, and it's also part of dealing with my uh, uh, sometimes inability to fall asleep at night because I've got so many things in my head. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. So. I also make lists at night so I can just release that and get it out of my head and, uh, you know, tend to it the next day so that I can nice. relax. Um, but, I, you know, I used to be able to accomplish at least half or three quarters of my list in the past. But now either my lists have gotten longer <laughs> or, or I've fallen off a tad in my uh, productivity. <laughs> <laughs> So
0: it could be both. Now, your list are you old schooling it, writing it in a pad, or are you doing it on your phone or with a particular app?
1: Pen to paper. Nice. Yeah. Pen to paper, because it's readily available. And, you know, especially at night, if I can't sleep and I wake up, I don't want to get on my phone. I don't want to get that blue light. That's going to be the worst thing. And then fall in the black holes of Instagram and, uh, you know, (laughs) the other social media or any of my news feeds, which are becoming black holes as well. Um, So, yeah, pen to paper. And it's uh, I got pens everywhere around this house. You would think we sell pens here. (laughs) (laughs) I, know I probably have one. as many pens as you have pockets. So,
0: oh, yeah.
1: My husband's a little bit of a pen freak, so he wants to have a pen wherever he needs a pen. He's got to have a pen. So,
0: now, does he old. have? Does he have like high level pens? Like, is he a cross man? No. Or are we talking pick?
1: Pick. Uh, felt the felt liners the clicks we like the clicks i don't like any lids because we lose the lids and then the pen dries up and that's just a waste only clicks in this house only clicks
0: oh, okay i'll remember <laughs> just in case i get i get checked out the door
1: yes i'm a virgo i am a virgo full 100
0: <laughs> all right i didn't know there was an association there but thanks for oh, the tip
1: yeah. we're particular like that
0: Well, the reason why I mentioned that is today, literally, I downloaded an app from Microsoft, came in my email, and it's a a to-do list app. Oh, really? Yeah, I only downloaded it. I didn't open it yet. But I like that. I I like the pen to paper, I want to be clear. I'm old school that way. I think it's good for cognition. But I also like to look at my device, particularly when I'm at the supermarket in which I used to look at the Stop and Shop app until they switch apps, and this app is garbage. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. They switched, they switched platforms, or developers, rather, a month ago, two months ago. This thing is the worst.
1: Wow. And I, I love Stop and Shop. We used to have one in Queens, and they closed it, and it's just like, that was the best grocery store. It had everything.
0: Did you used to use the app?
1: I never use the app. I'm not. My
0: aunt and I use the app. She's in Eastchester. My aunt and uncle are in Eastchester. I'm here in BK. And we found we had that in common recently. But this new one, actually, I need to call my auntie this week. And that's one of the things (laughs) I should talk about. Because this app sucks. Beep. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm like, well, what happened? Why didn't I keep the old one? This new one, for example, I can't make a list. Ooh. The one I made a list. Yeah, yeah, that's the number one thing you need going to the grocery I know. You need a so list. That's, why, that's I know. So that's why this Microsoft thing is probably going to have to replace that. I'll tell you how bad it is. When I go to Stop and Shop every Saturday when I do my three-mile uh, walk back and forth, mm-hmm. I now – and it's fine because I'm not in a rush because I feel no one's in a rush now. In light No.
1: Of no. Nowhere to be in a rush to go to or do.
0: I look at I look at the handout. I get myself in a corner of a lane or some space where no one's around me, and I open it and I read it through, and then I attack my shopper.
1: You are so
0: old school; it's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really old school because I've become my grandma. I think I told yes. you this. I'm in produce.
1: Yeah.
0: So if you know who I am I fought against, I fought against like five ladies Getting <laughs> corn on the cob two Saturdays ago I was like, hey, hey, hey Give me some space They came to my waist It's so like two Asian ladies And, and they shouldn't they're sitting there
1: shucking in corn Yes,
0: exactly They don't want to yes, pay the exactly. weight of the shuck Even though there is a Well, this is per It's a, it's a per ear type of deal Like five for a dollar Ten for two dollars Oh, so well, you don't have to do that. They're doing it to check it, and they're doing it all around me. Meanwhile, there's a sign that prohibits them to do it.
1: Right. Well, I'm I, the
0: only guy. I'm the only guy there, and I'm getting corn with this crew. I'm like, yeah. what is happening to me? What is, what is happening to me? My I life? pull the
1: silks open at the tip, and that's the best way. That's when you know yeah. corn, corn ear is good or it's not good. It's at the tip. So don't you, don't you don't have to open. And as soon as you open in that ear, the corn is starting to dry expose out. It.
0: Right. You expose yeah? it.
1: And sometimes I wrap it in tinfoil and throw it on my grill and roast it with the silks on for more flavor and moisture. Oh. Yeah. Well. And then then when it's done, all you have to do is pull the silks from the top and they all come out nice and easy.
0: Oh, that's smooth.
1: Yes. I am smooth when it comes to cooking.
0: (laughs) No, I know. No, I know. So I feel bad uh, telling you this because it can't compare and it's not a contest, but The times I've gotten the corn during the summer, I boil it. But then after that, hopefully you'll be proud of me. I put the ears, I cut the ears in half and I put them on my stovetop grill. Oh. And I grill them. You get a little char. I get a lot of char. I get as much char as I want. Wow. Yeah. Move the ears around. Get them charred up. And then I put them on the plate and I butter them and sprinkle parmesan cheese.
1: Oh yum. That sounds delicious, Fred. We need you dude, I'm coming to your house to eat soon. I didn't know <laughs> you cook like that. I'm trying. Yeah. Everybody's got a new skill during COVID. Everyone. Absolutely. So yours is cooking. Yay for yo. <laughs>
0: Thanks.
1: Let's talk <laughs> about your Instagram. I just want to uh, hope it's okay.
0: There's uh, sure. uh, It's public. I,
1: I actually, I'm going to force myself to go on it more often. I kind of sort of stopped once I stopped having my dog walking business because I'm like, yeah, whatever. Why do I need to go? Um, but I saw today somebody yeah. is rocking their linen
0: suit <laughs> to get things yes. back to fashion. Yeah. Well, I had errands to do today, you a suit so for errands. Yeah. Why not? No. I mean, I wear a suit Monday through Friday, and I've acknowledged to you and on the podcast for everyone willing to listen that I've adopted my grandpa, my late grandpa's tease of a polo shirt and slacks.
1: Right, and I they remember
0: that. Yeah, that gave me an opportunity to go through all my slacks. Some I had to give away, some I got adjusted, and some were just fine. But there's not too many warm days left. It was part of the the Wednesday rotation. So I said to myself, let's do this. And I appreciate you looking. Yep. I came out. Pow. Yeah, you did. Matter of fact, it's funny you say that because as I returned home, a guy I've never seen before, I don't think he was a neighbor, he came down my hallway and he said, wow, man, you look good. I was like, oh, thank you, man. Really appreciate it. (laughs) He was like, You look sharp. I was like, Well, I feel sharp. Good. He was like, Yeah, 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 you're too sharp. Oh, what? Yeah, exact exactly. Is that a thing? I don't know. In light of what's going on nowadays and what I look like and what he looked like, I felt kind of like my aunt in terms of hey, I make as much money as you. This is what I'm doing. Right. So you could do it too, Mr. T shirt and sweats. Sweats. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, T shirt and sweats guy. Pardon me, sweats. Yep. I
1: knew so, And
0: like I, I, I didn't look at him askance. I mean, matter of fact, we were really, we were both in motion. We were like two trains passing. So I had my bag of, of stuff. But yeah, I was, hmm. But anyway. It's
1: the new COVID fashion. I mean, it's all, all. Sweats now because nobody has to go into the office for work. So it's kind of like I think place, some places have sold out of sweatsuits. Isn't that funny? Now people go shopping for sweatsuits.
0: Yes, shopping. there's one particular brand, the, the the guy who used to own Band of Outsiders, he has a, a leisure, a sweat, sweatshirt, sweet suit, <laughs> man, I'm botching it, uh, sweatpants operation. And he's, he's rocking it. I understand no, I mean, that. I, I understand there's a new casual. I understand that. Yeah. The new casual for me had been polo shirt and pants. And now yeah. I, you know, as the weather's starting to change, I'll still try to keep that going for a little bit.
1: Can but, you wear, is it okay yeah. to wear linen after Labor Day? Uh, it's, it's not like white. Like, oh, that's so, old that's so school funny. Old yeah, school. It's... you can't wear white after Labor Day. I did it just because I do what I want.
0: <laughs> well, you're grown. But it's funny you say that, because on Insta, there's been a lot of back and forth about that. You guys know who you are. And it was really just more about people like yourself putting the thumb to it. Hmm. But I just never felt, I felt like growing up, that was a real stringent rule. I didn't feel now, at this stage of my life, and I don't think I'm much older than these guys. Matter of fact, they're my cohort. Essentially, they're my peers. I didn't realize this was such a big big to-do. So, hey, in terms of white, there's winter white as well. So I
1: know, I never understood that because I'm like what's the difference between winter white and white that you wear before labor day?
0: Well, but I think like even as a a more more relative development. I mean, it's not recent. Right. I just felt, hey, the weather the weather is warm. It's not hot. And I'm not going to have any more many more opportunities. This may be this may be it. Right. As you know I'm two week rotation guy. So So you won't be
1: seeing that until October again
0: (laughs) (laughs) I may not see it again Until the summer I understand that So, But I I went out with a bang So So I really appreciate you uh, keeping that Okay,
1: It's official Linen can be worn after Labor Day Boom, let's make it official Linen and white You do what you want It's your fashion How's that?
0: I, I totally agree Gentlemen, ladies, you hear her Do your thing
1: yeah. Be you. In this day and age, things are quite different. Big change is going to come. And that means uh, that means in personal fashion as well. We can toss out those old school uh, rules that really mean nothing anymore and do our own thing.
0: True that. Here, Right. Here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: which, uh, you know, which means a lot of. Uh, new shopping, you know, you can get since you can't shop in stores as much anymore. Well, at least here in Manhattan, I think uh, across the nation, uh, stores are opening up um, here in the city in the five boroughs. Some stores are opening up with uh, yes. limited limited people, but but I, I think most people are still shopping online. I know I am, and uh, uh, which I kind of all had already started doing. So maybe I was uh, I I foresaw the future. Maybe
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know. Online shopping has been the thing for a while, too. Sorry.
1: Right. I know. I know. And to me, it's easier. It's like, you know, if I, if I have a question, I don't have to go search for somebody to answer it. I go on, uh, you know, I'm online. I have a question. I've got a chat option. I've got a phone number I could call. I can email or I can, you know, I, everything seems to be right at my fingertips. Like the customer service is, is really uh, top notch on, online as compared to in-person customer service. And I'm sorry to say that, but... Um,
0: Oh, yeah. customer
1: service. Oh, did I did I touch on something?
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> OK, first of all, in terms of the shopping for me, as I remember discussing with Caustic Man, when he came on the pod, I do it a little. It's not that I don't do it at all. I prefer the store experience. I always will.
1: What about with there, Am- where you can get everything and anything. Oh, I can get that at Amazon. I can do that at Amazon. Even Amazon's customer service is pretty amazing. Uh, being as huge as it is, I'm, I've never had an issue.
0: Well, that, that that's fine. I I don't really do any clothing shopping at Amazon, and I know they've branched out with their own clothing line and blah 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 blah. Me but either. I have, I have no problem doing online when it makes sense, and I have done it. We'll do it. We'll continue. I always prefer the experience of, of going in store. But customer service often can be a four-letter word. Hmm. I had I had some situations, y'all, between last night and today, it was uh it was a roller coaster.
1: Oh boy, what happened?
0: Well, and this was yes, clothing sir.
1: shopping? You went somewhere to go no, clothing
0: No, 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 no. It actually, actually, it was not for clothing shopping, but I still think it's relevant to the podcast and I'll explain. Okay. So my website for NYFG is hosted by GoDaddy.
1: Okay. And what, what is that website since we're there? I want to give everybody a little shout out with your website sure. information.
0: Sure. It's nyfashiongeek.com.
1: Boom. There you have it.
0: Yep. So they've been doing my hosting for other sites as well, and I buy or have bought a whole bunch of domains that I keep just in case. So they're very good with customer service. I find them to be personable and knowledgeable. They're always willing to try to do a deal with you. They point out opportunities for you. I'm not saying that yesterday wasn't the same, but the whole point was... I had kind of messed up with my website. I use WordPress. Oh, dear. of, uh, I took my eye off the ball, everybody, and I, I kind of made a boo-boo. Uh-oh. Freaking out. Freaking out. I reached out to my boy. Big shout out to Ben Rosenfeld, who I can't get to help me with anything involving websites anymore due to COVID. He won't even do anything remote with me. Take that. Take that. So you gotta stop this shit is serious so yes yeah, darn serious it's supposed to be my friend so need your help you know how to code I don't so ugh, I mean I've been empowering myself but whoo been a struggle so anyway I went a bridge too far yesterday and I reached out to GoDaddy via chat and one guy he was fine also, again, gave me an opportunity to make a purchase with something at a discount. They're always down for that. I, was, I said to myself, cool, told him, cool. But then we were talking about some technical stuff about doing a migration, which you can pay GoDaddy to do a migration. But I said to myself and them or him, hey, I'm grown, I'm smart, I could read, I could do it. All right. So, gave me instructions. Started mucking around, but then not truly his fault. He kind of fell off the chat and I was kind of on my own and I was flailing. And I went back on the chat. This is all yesterday evening. It started like around six o'clock. So went with someone else on chat. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Second person on the phone. A really cool guy. Puerto Rican dude out in Arizona where uh, their phone operations are, even though I think everyone's working from home. So he told me contrasting info, but he also gave me a glimmer of light about what I was doing. And then he got off the phone and that was cool. Then I got on the chat again and this person was kind of holding my hand, but then he ghosted me. And when I went back on the chat, he was gone. And by this time, it was two in the morning.
1: Oh, two in the morning. People
0: yeah. The yeah, I was working on it to two in the morning. I'm stubborn. I didn't even eat dinner. I didn't even make dinner.
1: Holy cow. You were in it if you didn't even eat.
0: Yeah, I was in it. I'm kind of like that. So if I don't get something done, I just kind of ignore everything else. So until I get it done, it's goal setting. I passed out. I woke up in the morning. I said to myself, I have to call them. And I called them, I gave the person my tale of woe, and they said, Mr. Ferguson, we're going to do the migration for you, and we're going to do it for free. (gasps) What? Ladies and gentlemen, that is an example of great customer service. The three individuals were not bad individuals. The three individuals gave contrasting information, which for a naif like myself was definitely too much. To deal with and also I, My head was kind of turned around But I was definitely In over my head I acknowledge that So and <laughs> I actually did part of the migration <laughs> On my own I did Oh it so you had
1: already started it. it
0: Well I started but I didn't put it on the GoDaddy Stuff I did it on my personal computer So I didn't transfer it uh, To the hosting So Wowzilla <sighs> So well, yeah that was a great example. And then to prove how they came out as such a shining star of customer service, they immediately sent me an email stating that with my next order, I'd get 25% off. I called customer service because she was really technical support. I called customer service and I said, I, I just did something because, again, they always it's not necessarily an upsell, but they look at opportunities and they go, hey, Mr. Ferguson, you could save money if you do such and such. Right, and I always right. like when they do that. You do? And yes. And she found an opportunity for another website that I have that I'm not really using. It has nothing to do with fashion. And I said, I'm down. We did the deed. They had my info anyway. But then when I saw that email, I called customer service. And I said, hey, how's does it about you take uh, 25% off that bill I just paid?
1: Uh, oh. And? Mr.
0: Ferguson, not a problem. Have a great Ooh. day. And Ooh, he mentioned his deal absolutely absolutely
1: that's awesome
0: what i'm trying to say ladies and gentlemen there's always an opportunity to do the right thing yeah and that's what we all should try to do whether it's just out there in the street at a supermarket and for us who have businesses let's let's try to treat our people right
1: i agree when i think it's i think it's awesome and i'm wondering if the uh the present day situations that we have going on are sort of making a difference. And I have to say customer service experiences that I have had lately have been great as well. So I wonder if, you know, it is the time and the place for this kind of um, shift.
0: No, because I dealt with Dell this morning (laughs) and that was the exact opposite.
1: (laughs) Oh. Damn, I was all excited and feeling I'm good sorry. and everything.
0: I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta bring you I gotta bring you down up with people. That's very oh, nice. Shit.
1: What happened?
0: Ugh. Not enough. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have a laptop that is relatively new, that I barely use, am willing to toss across the room, but I restrain <laughs> myself and to me acts as a paperweight. In my office file drawer.
1: Huh?
0: Why? Because I have felt since the beginning that it's not working effectively. It, something is wrong with it. I what, feel. Couldn't
1: could you return it? Couldn't you like send well, it back? Well,
0: that's an excellent point. So, Tiff, and you know this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna convey this to the audience. This laptop is for when we take the podcast on the road. Okay. Joseph Genuardi, take that, take that. We're we'll waiting <laughs> for you, Joseph. Stop flaking. So when we go to an atelier, to a shop, to a store, to a studio, search may not be available. He's made that clear. So I said to myself, hey, going to have to get this laptop, and m- maybe I'll have to record it, and then send it to search, let him do his magic. So... Yeah. But I don't like even opening this laptop. However, today I decided because I got an email from Dell in which they were clearing their communication that I only had a month left on my service agreement. Um, I said, Yeah, I said, hey, you know what? This is a good time to figure this stuff out. Yeah, I, got I only on have phone, a
1: freaking month.
0: <laughs> right. I said, First, I got on the phone, and then I said to myself, No. The great thing about customer service now in this day and age, ladies and gentlemen, is that we are really. Empowered as customers to try to To cure what ails us So They have a piece of software Which did not come bundled With my brand spanking new Laptop with Windows 10 Come on Dell! Had to download it I started putting it through Its diagnostics It was a four to five stage process It stayed at stage two At 91% for 45 minutes That's a problem it got, it got hung up. It got hung up. I called Dell. First individual I spoke with was very nice. Nice lady. She asked for my express code. I got to it, gave it to her. She passed me over to someone else. That took some time. The other individual, I'm sorry, guys, spoke like this. Hello, this is I can't hear you. That's a problem. I can't hear you. Oh, boy. And it doesn't mean you're supposed to have the timbre of voice that I do. The first individual I spoke with was very clear. This person, I could barely hear. And this is not about race. This isn't about ethnicity. This isn't about where you're calling from, where you live. It's just about you may be technically savvy, but from an elocution standpoint, you get an F. And mm. That doesn't make the customer feel confident. In right. addition, Dell, Dell, she had none of my information on screen. None. Except like my name. She didn't have my address, my phone number, my email. So I'm giving it to her and we're kind of going back and forth because she can't understand me too well. And then I wasn't understanding her so well. And to so, her credit and might, point... You-
1: Communication is key when it comes to customer service. It really is.
0: I mean, but what is up with a company that deals with hardware and software? And for whatever reason, here's the deal. We all know for all these outfits, they subcontract. I understand that. You say what you want about it. Good, bad. It is what it is. But why isn't all my information in front of this person versus GoDaddy, in which they had everything and the guy who gave me that 25% off that I redeemed said the name of the previous person I spoke with, whose name was Heather?
1: So that showed a history, a communication history with you as well.
0: Right there on screen, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Dell, Dell always. I don't know why i continue working with dell it's stupid i'm a masochist dude
1: i have a dell as well and that was that was not meant i didn't mean to do that pun dude i have a dell (laughs) you remember those old commercials yes i do and i have i i have had a different experience with dell i had a very very wonderful experience when i had to get my new computer yeah so uh But I, I mean, I do know what you're talking about as far as having a difficult time communicating with customer service. And it is because, you know, you don't really need to have customer service department in a brick and mortar because you're, you're basically talking to people on the phone. You don't, you know, people can do this remotely. They can do it from remotely from anywhere around the world. And a lot of these companies are choosing to go outside the United States for uh, cheaper labor. Cheaper. And that's, right. yeah, but the problem is the downside of that is if if the lang if there is a language barrier or a communication issue, um, if there's not an understanding of how we do customer service here in the United States, uh, you're going to have this discord. Yeah, it'll be a problem.
0: Dell is supposed to come to my house.
1: Oh, you got that service contract?
0: Yes. Between okay. One to three in the next one to three business days. Okay. So either this week or next week. But meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, I have not received an email pertaining to any of this. Oh, GoDaddy, a gazillion emails, all good, none wasteful.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, I'm sure GoDaddy's going to really appreciate the promotion here, and
0: give a big uh, shout out to GoDaddy
1: <laughs> and Dell. Um, yeah. Dell, you have a little bit
0: of work to do. How about that? They always do. They always do. They can't <sighs> me before. I, <laughs> why do I still work with you, Dell? Like I said, it on me. I've
1: had a good experience, Ugh. so I think maybe Yuck. it's maybe Yuck. they're 50-50, but it's true. No, be
0: no, no. I've they had should, others in the past.
1: They shouldn't we, have any problems. This, you know, every company should aim for a hundred percent customer satisfaction.
0: They're whack. I hate them. Michael Dell. Exactly.
1: Suck. <laughs> well, in addition to this, I I know you have something else on your mind uh, that you wanted to discuss today. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I know it's a, a part of me didn't want to bring it up, but it is about it. It is about what we are here to talk about, which is fashion. And not necessarily yeah. customer service, although I do appreciate your takes on
0: it yeah let's let's get back on uh, let's get back on the fashion track right
1: because that's what we're here to do, you know to inform uh, and uh, I know and, uh, it was all
0: related to my defense but well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to bring the room down, aw. but I really wanted to talk about this, and that's why I was so so intent on nudging you to, to do this, because it, would, it wouldn't have been good by myself, and I didn't have anyone in my sphere that I felt I could discourse it with.
1: Hmm. So we're so, going to do it for everyone. We're what? here to support you, Reg. Uh,
0: <laughs> Century 21 is going out of business. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for some of you, you may immediately think of the retail Concern, but some of you may think of the real estate concern. I'm talking about the store, the clothing store, one of the best clothing stores in my whole life. I have been going to Century 21. Actually, let me take a step back. I want to be clear. Century 21 has declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy and is going to be closing all of their stores. All 13. They have All 13, 13 stores, stores right? right, which are mostly in the city. There's some in Jersey And there's one actually in Philly that I've been to.
1: And another one in Sunrise, Florida.
0: Yeah, I knew there was one in Florida. I never knew where it was. I don't even know where Sunrise is. Maybe you uh, do. but No. <clears throat> so I know this really may sound strange to some people, but I think also other people will understand. But I I am really sad it that One of my like favorite stores. Yeah, this is not melodramatic at all. One of my favorite stores is going out of business, and I don't think it should be happening. Ah. And I'd like to explain why. And, and, and it's just going to be an emotional ode. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you learn something. I've been going to Century 21 since I was a freshman in college. Wow. At NYU at Stern School of Business, meaning I've been going to Century 21 half, a little over half my life. I have been going there ever since then. When I first was introduced to the store, Century 21, it was by a man named Alan Janikowski, which at that time we were both kids. And Alan is the uh, brother of Julius Jenikowski, if any of you guys remember, the head of the FCC during the Obama era. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alan sent me. We reconnected briefly once many years ago, and he sent me a photo with him in the Oval Office with his brother and their families and the president. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. And Alan was wow to me. Alan and I, we hit it off from the first day we met, he transferred to Stern from, uh, from the liberal arts school. He actually quickly transferred out because it was just too competitive for him. It's really tough to be in Stern. Yeah. So Stern and Tish are the hardest colleges <laughs> in the university to get into. And we just we just hit it off. We were bread and butter. And one day we were talking instead of studying like we normally did, And in Boat's library at the B level. Studying, but not. And we were talking about shopping, and he's like, Man, he was like, Well, you know, you gotta go to Century 21. I was like, The real estate company?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had the same reaction when somebody Everyone does. That. Everyone yeah. does.
0: It's the greatest setup. And he was like, right. No, stupid. The, the clothing store. And I was like, What? Like, what are, you, what, what are you talking about? So he explained it to me. He was like, You gotta go. It's the best. And the funny thing is Alan and I never went together, I guess, due to our schedules or what have you. He lived out on the island. Hmm. I was living with my grandparents in the Bronx. I grew up. NYU was my campus. I mean, I grew (laughs) grew up in the West Village. But ironically, when it came to undergrad, I, I was commuting. So and not just walking down the street. I was taking the train. So I went. And my mind was blown. Right, and I want to be clear. I grew up here, born and raised. Macy's, Gimble's, Barney's—I mean, so many other stores. Uh, BFO was Woolworth Just,
1: still open at the time? What time? Mm, was
0: it? Yeah, that's... but I think they were on their last leg. Okay, so, so
1: that was a huge yeah, to
0: me. But that's yeah, Woolworth isn't isn't you know like I'm trying to keep it analogous, so. Okay. You know, obviously not a clothing store. I mean, that would be a totally different podcast. I could totally talk about Woolworths. So great memories there too. So Bloomingdales, I've been to great, I've been to great stores. But I remember sometimes my mom and my my aunt and my grandma and two of the three of those people are big fashion influences to me. Sorry, Auntie. They would talk about stores like Arnold Constable. I've always remembered that. And how brilliant, how incredible that store was. Even Bendel's, which I remember, obviously, but I I didn't go with them to Bendel's. So there are stores in the culture of New York City that are historic and make an impact. And that's what Century has done for me. When I was a sophomore in college at Stern, I got an internship. I worked at Dun & Bradstreet for the summer. Done in Brad Street was that was what was then called the World Financial Center, which I'm totally drawing a blank right now what it's called now. So it's it's something place, I think. I can't remember, but it's just all the same structure with the winter garden and everything. So okay. when I got that internship, it was in my mind five minutes away from Century Twenty One. I want to also explain to the listening audience and even you, Tiff, when I started going to Century 21, they weren't in that big, big store. They were in a smaller shop that exclusively the entrance was on Broadway.
1: Yeah. And it had like a vertical sign that says Century 21. Right.
0: I don't even remember the signage. Here's what I remember. Entrance on Broadway to the right of it. Rainbow Shops.
1: Yes, that's, the, yeah, that's the one I so remember when I first got here
0: yeah. Yes, so that's that's what I remembered I, I kid you not, on my lunch break at Dun & Bradstreet, every day, I went through Century 21 Jeez, every day? Every day, doesn't mean I bought something every day
1: Dude, I don't know how you got out of there without buying something every day. I purposely did not go in there very often because I knew I was going to find something and have, and spend money, like crazy money, because I always found everything in there.
0: I mentioned to this cat that I've become friendly on Instagram, big shout out to Pedro Mendez. I'm not much about all these fashion books that people have and adorn their coffee table books. and There's nothing wrong with them. But as I told him, I learned from my grandparents. I learned from my mom and I learned from my family. And then I just learned from living, living in New York City, being out in the streets. And my point is, one could argue that I really was molded and shaped by going to Century 21. Every day when, when I worked at Dun & Bradstreet, sometimes I purchased stuff, sometimes I didn't. But I learned a lot just by going there and looking at things, what I liked, what I didn't like. So it was, in a way, it was a college for me.
1: Yeah, I was about ready right to say, you went to school at Century 21. I went
0: to school at Century 21. Fashion,
1: fashion school.
0: Absolutely. Also, as, as teenagers will do, thinking that they're slick, because... <laughs> Because I felt they were taking their eye off of me at Dun Bradstreet during my internship, my uh, lunch hour would turn into my lunch 10, my lunch 20, meaning an hour and 10, an hour and 20, Mm. because not only was I going to Century, I was just posting up at Nassau Street checking out chicks. (laughs) <laughs> so, trying to get my groove on.
1: So, that's really the sad part of this.
0: <laughs> no, the sad part of this is that more than 50% of my wardrobe is from century 21. Wow. That's um, probably close to 90. Wow. I don't think that's an exaggeration. My drawers are from century 21.
1: <laughs> Your drawers.
0: <laughs> my drawers that I'm wearing today, all my drawers are from century 21. My tie that I'm wearing, Century 21. Um, this store, this store survived 9-11. And I mm. want to tell everyone a story. When 9-11 happened, what people need to know is once I started getting hooked on Century 21 due to Alan Jenikowski... Yes, I went every, literally every lunch period when I worked downtown at World Financial. But also, I was known for going early in the morning. Because what people need to know is the Cortland Street store, the Wall Street store essentially, opened before the bell rang at the stock exchange. Because what the rap was, was that brokers sometimes would run in, buy some shirts, and then run to the trading floor. I was enamored with that, though I wasn't a stocks and bonds guy. I wasn't a finance guy. So I wanted to be like them. So I would go in the morning before school, before work. When 9-11 happened, I received numerous calls because people thought that there was a chance that I was at Century.
1: Right. Where were you? Why weren't you?
0: No, I, I know exactly where I was. I was I was actually at the Millennium Hotel, not the one that everyone immediately would think, the Midtown location. That's when I was in the cable industry. That's another story. Okay. But that's because it has and still is clear to people in my clique how much the store means to me.
1: Right. Yep.
0: To go in the morning at 7, 8 in the morning to buy something. When I was in cable, my boss at the time gave me an opportunity at the extremely last minute to go to a black tie event. I didn't have a tux. At that time, I was renting and I had made a choice that I wasn't going to rent anymore.
1: Hmm. That's a big choice. Where did I go? You went to Century 21.
0: I got my first tuxedo at Century 21.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Really, My tie collection is from Century 21. Hmm. My shirt collection primarily, though it has changed and adapted, and big shout out to Proper Cloth for that. Still a core of my shirts, Century 21. My tie collection is innumerable. The, The tie wall at Century 21, that was my spot. I just... I haven't felt emotion about a building... Since the original Yankee Stadium was destroyed.
1: Wow. That
0: was huge. I can't believe, and I was fortunate enough to go to the last game. This, I, this should not be happening. This store, this company has been going on for 60 years. The original location is in Bay Ridge. I've been to that one. I love the one in downtown Manhattan. There's one in downtown Brooklyn that I could go to. I don't like that one. It's my go-to. And I think it's the go-to for the city and for the world. When I was growing up, the, the drill was the tourists came on the weekends. So you only go during the week. I don't right? know what happened over the past 10 some years. <laughs> the tourists <laughs> every, every day. Every day.
1: Every day. Every day. The every
0: secret day. got out. The first thing I ever purchased, not that you asked, Tiff, but I literally, I I racked my brain when I knew we were going to do this. I bought a Henry Grethel gray spring summer belted trench. Hmm. Okay. I rocked that trench till it wore out.
1: (laughs) And how long did it take for that thing to wear out?
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I I had it for a long time.
1: I'm sure I mean, you did. Because the thing about Century 21 that we have to note is that it was good quality stuff. I mean, it was real labels, not knockoffs. Right. Century 21 had real labels and stup- stupendous discounts. Like, and sometimes I'm like, somebody, somebody, wake me up. Am I am I looking at this price tag right? <laughs> it was like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They had great brands. I have it wasn't friends. Crappy
1: stuff. Some of the
0: stuff. No, I... there is no crappy stuff at Century Twenty One. That is no. illegal. It was so crap. the tie wall. Every man went to that tie wall. That tie wall was amazing, and they had it priced out from the cheapest ties to the most expensive ties. When I was growing up, the cheapest tie probably I could have got was maybe ten or sub ten. Most expensive. $150, 200 and everything in between. And that's what I'm also saying. What's so hurtful about this is that it is a store really for everybody. And everybody. I know it's been canonized yeah. on sex in the city and stuff like that. I never I was watched
1: say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, and you could definitely chime in because I never watched it. So I don't have an opinion.
1: I didn't but, watch it, but I, I read an article where, you know, there was a, they even got a line in sex in the city about, you right. know, it, it being jury
0: duty. The- yeah. Jury duty, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Men, let me tell you, a Brioni suit is at Century 21. A Cuccinelli suit is at Century 21. So this should not be happening. And I know I realize now that this is going to take a second episode and I hope we're not boring anybody. All the brands I learned about, I learned about so many brands, Armani. I learned about so many brands because of Century. Yep. Just going there, buying stuff, taking my friends. Big shout out to my boy, Rich Medore, my best friend from undergrad, taking him and picking out stuff for him. My boy, AJ, my boy, AJ, when he lived in Japan, he's from Queens, He'd come home once a year. We bought some dope ass winter coat for him. He said that coat still to this day, people look at.
1: See, it good classic stuff, but also you know with some uh, upscale design. Like I, that's what I liked most about their pieces is, you know you can I love Macy's. You know I do. I go there a lot, um, but. It you know it Macy's has its regular brands that it it deals with, but you go to Century 21 and you you in the past you could get you could you could sort of level up in your fashion game there. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, yeah, you had an opportunity to step up. I mean, they always have had the European designer section, at least for men, because I don't know the women's stuff as well. I don't claim to. I know that used to be the epicenter for shoes for women. I know that much. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I know that much. I've been told. The funny thing is, I've only really been to three floors since they expanded. So, huh. you know, maybe two floors really. I, I remember. I, I'm sorry.
1: I said I. I think I, it's the same for me. I don't think I've been to the entire store. Since uh, 9-11. I think I popped in to one level really quickly when I was down in that area a couple of years back. And that's it.
0: Right. And I sent you a
1: picture the other night when I was down there.
0: Yes. Yeah. In which I was shocked that you didn't go in. So I I had other business. Understood. So I remember when the men's stuff was on the first floor, which now is where all the cosmetics is. I remember when they had a health and beauty aid section. That was downstairs. I remember when j Music World, when at the time, they thought they were going to come back to their stores. They decamped to Century 21, so there were store-in-store. Store. I have so many good memories with my friends and my family. Family had to remind me of things that we had done there together. There's 4,000 employees that are going to lose their jobs, ladies and gentlemen, because of this. And this is only happening for one reason. It's happening because this pandemic is affecting everything so strongly that 11 insurance companies that owe Century 21 $175 million won't pony up. Hmm. That's why this is happening. Yep.
1: The only it's, reason this is it's
0: happening. the only reason. This is terrible. This is selfish. The families that run it now, they're the second generation of the two original families. Gindy and the other individual. <sighs> this is wrong. This is wrong. This isn't, and no offense to these other stores. this isn't L&T, Lord & Taylor. This isn't even Brooks, and Brooks has a tradition that's hallowed. But this is a tradition for New Yorkers, and also now people in other places. Yep. And people have asked me if I'm going to go back. And to be honest, I think if I go back, it'd be like seeing an old friend who's not doing so well.
1: Well, yeah, I just read in an article that the uh, 66th Street, the Upper West Side store, 66th Street store had a line uh, two days ago, had a line around the block.
0: Because I'm not surprised. And it's are
1: going out of business now. And it's right. and and that people came out up, saying man. people came out saying it definitely looks picked over. Which Century Knit Twenty One never looked. I mean, as much as do you see people walking out there with huge bags of stuff, it never looked ransacked, it never looked picked over. They always seemed to have uh stock. <laughs> and, and and it was always there. And that's Yeah. So if you're going to, you should definitely go back. If nothing else, just to go back and. and No.
0: I want my uh, memories. It's really like Yankee. I mean, it's different in that I was literally there at the last day, the last game. um, I don't want to look at stuff that's picked over. Right. And as much as I am about a deal. Right. I I mean, you know what I'll do for you, Reg? You know what what
1: I'm going to do for you? I'm going to go back for you. I'm gonna go there and go for you. How's that
0: sound? If there's an incredible percentage off, <laughs> maybe
1: I know. Yes.
0: No, but if it's you know, if it's right now, listen, this is this is what I heard, y'all. Right now for on the men's section is really ten percent off. That's not an incentive. But you know, certainly if you want to pay your respects. I hear there's still some good merch. I hear there's some good designer merch out there.
1: The underwear is gone they have, it, that has been the best selling, and I don't know what it is about men's underwear, but...
0: Their uh, underwear, they, they have crazy brands, <laughs> Fruit of the Loom, all the way to Polo, Ralph nope. Lauren, and whomever right. else. Well, it's all, it's been fleeced. <laughs> <laughs> I got all my drawers.
1: All oh, your drawers toe are
0: gone, man. <laughs> gold Toe socks, learned from my grandpa, constantly bought Gold Toes at Century. So again, my my knowledge of brands, was broadened by all the trips I made to that store. I have a friend, I'm going to shout him out because he said something to me that I had to laugh. It was gallows humor. I shared with him that Century was going out. It's my boy, Jared Gooding of Police Space from North Carolina, like yourself. I remember I took him, I've taken so many people or told so many people to go. So that's why people have reached out to me. They're like, I know this is hurting you. It's hurting me because it's wrong. What's happening? Right. But the point is, with Jared, I reached out to him on Apple Message, and he said, "It's your fault." <laughs> oh, it is <laughs> because of all because of all the stuff I have bought from them over the years. Oh,
1: that's cute.
0: It was very cute. It well, was actually have- a joke that lasted for hours for me. Um, shout out!
1: I have a little bit of news for you to hopefully end this conversation on an up note. There yeah. is. There is breaking news, Reg.
0: What's the uh, breaking news? The breaking news is that New York City's hearts are being broken. That's true. Avaricious insurance greed. companies.
1: Greed, greed, corporate greed, 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 greed. But there is um, there is a fight going on, and uh, this was breaking news. I would five or six hours ago. Um, City Councilman Justin Bronnan and State. Senator Andrew, and I don't know how to say this name, G-O-U-N-A-R-D-S. Guanardis? Is that how you say that? Oh, they're I'm trying to okay. sa- mm-hmm. they're trying to save the Bayside store.
0: You mean Bay Ridge?
1: I mean, I'm sorry. Yes. They're trying to save Street. the Bay Ridge store.
0: Yeah,
1: um okay. and this is breaking news. They sent a letter to Century 21 owners saying that this is ridiculous. This is uh this there's no the you know the corporate greed is ha- this is gonna have a negative impact on our communities and our small businesses. Um and we need to hold these insurance companies accountable to their promises. And so they're gonna really, really work on a, trying to at least save this one Bay Ridge store. And I, I just Let's hold out hope. Let's send the energy there, Reg. We can make it happen.
0: Don't I'm sorry. Think? I need a package deal. They're going to do Bay Ridge. They have to do Cortland Street.
1: I know. Well, I know. And let's just hope that other other folks will step up too, because We're, what they need is 175 million dollars. Right,
0: and they would have kept and it. They would have kept it going. It's eleven anyway, insurance have, companies. Yep. 175 million. So any of our listeners
1: out there, if you've got $175 million, (laughs)
0: please
1: give it to Century 21. We have to save this store for Reg, if nothing else.
0: For the city. For the city. For the city. city. Listen, I think it's a wrap. And unfortunately, we have to wrap. So I think we should maybe do a tail end of this next episode. And then I know you want to talk about the bigger things involving retail.
1: All right. So... We got more to say, always. No, more to say.
0: I know, I know. Uh,
1: but before we go, let's say thank you to all of our listeners, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Hey,
1: new, Thanks. new and old. Thank you for returning. If you've been with us for with us with Reg and his guests in the in the COVID period, um, and thank you for anybody listening uh, for the first time. Uh, I, go back and listen to some other stellar episodes because we got many.
0: Yep. Right? Yep. Hit us up, podcast at nyfashiongeek.com, on the Insta, at New York Fashion Geek. Thank you so much for listening. Long live Century 21. Um, We hope you had fun or down for another one. Please tell your friends about us. Special shout-out goes to our producer search, and everyone down with the NYFG. Yes.
1: See you next time. And I'm Tiff.
0: We'll see you next time. And remember...
1: Always Always be be flat.
0: I love you, Century 21. I always will. I always will. Hearts.